Have you ever heard of the stress bucket? Are you so stressed out that you don't even know you're stressed out? Do you not even know how to relieve some of that stress? Let's dive in to the A's of stress management. Are you struggling to keep your head above water and brushing aside how you physically feel? You know you need to do something to feel better, but what? Nothing's working and you're about to give up. I hear you. I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, a wife and a furry guardian. Like you, I let my work and everything else get in the way of health, often chasing skinny instead of health until I learned how the body works. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where I share all the tips, tricks, and science to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules, going beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to food, mindset, and lifestyle. If you're ready to stop spinning your wheels and learn how to feel better with changes that work for you, results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hey, hey there. Today, we are going to talk again about stress. It is the perfect time to revisit this topic. The end of the year and the holiday season can be extremely stressful. We know stress isn't good for us, but far too often we don't even know how stressed out we are. As humans, stress, like everything else, is bio-individual. We can all tolerate different amounts of stress before we get to the breaking point. Too much stress can actually be the catalyst for disease, and that's why we want to pay attention to it. So start thinking of it this way. We've got this bucket and all our stressors get poured into this bucket. Now the capacity of the bucket is beyond our control. It's determined by our genetics, our emotional wellness, and our general health. So many things are actual stressors on the body. We have everyday stressors like time constraints, food choices, deadlines, being pulled in a million directions, lack of sleep, but then we have major stressors. These are things like serious illnesses for you or a loved one, major life changes like getting a job, getting married, divorced, having a child. Your everyday stressors trickle into that bucket where major stressors flood it, often causing it to overflow. The bucket overflowing is where the problem is. That's when we break down physically, mentally, we get exhausted, we get cranky, we get ill, All of our body is tied together and the stress has a detrimental effect when that bucket starts overflowing. So we want to look at the bucket and figure out how we can make holes in the bucket so that the stress can leak out. So basically, we're actively seeking stress relievers so that that bucket never overflows because you're not going to get rid of stress altogether. That's like a fallacy. If you think you can live a stress-free life, you're gonna have to go hole up on some island somewhere with nothing going on, and even that, you'll still have some sort of stress. So to actively seek stress relievers, we are going to dive into A's, the letter A, of stress management. And by doing this, we're gonna start poking those holes into that bucket to relieve the stress that's accumulating and to prevent additional stress into that bucket so that we don't have this overflow. So the first A, is avoid. We're going to do our best to avoid unnecessary stress. Now, some types of stress are completely unavoidable. Things like illness, death, accidents. But there's tons of stressors we can avoid. Avoid over committing. 
Learn to say no and be choosy on how you spend your time. But also know your limits of what you can handle. Analyze your schedule, responsibilities, and daily tasks. If you got too much on your plate, decide between the shoulds and the musts. Drop the tasks that are truly unnecessary to the very bottom of the list or eliminate them if you figured out that they really aren't needed to be done. Along with avoiding stress, we're also going to want to do our best to avoid people that stress you out. Now, I know you can't avoid your boss if that's who stresses you out. Or your grandma who chases you around because you're not married yet. Whatever the case is. It's okay, though, to limit time with the family or friends if it causes you a load of excess stress. Do your best to avoid the people that stress you out in a capacity that you're capable of, okay? Don't stop showing up to work. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting is maybe spend more time at your desk and less time in your, your boss's office if they truly give you stress. Finish the tasks ahead of time. Keep your head down. Don't talk to people. If there's a nosy Nelly at, you know, three desks over, avoid them the best you can. Avoid environmental stressors. What I'm saying by that is take control of your personal environment. If traffic gets you so tense that you feel stressed out, maybe change your route. It might take longer, but it's less stressful. Maybe it's prettier. Maybe there's no traffic, so it's easier even though it's longer. If the news makes you anxious, shut it off. Change the channel, turn off the TV, avoid the news. Especially this time of year, the news is full of depressing stuff and it can stress a lot of you out. There's no need to listen to it. You might want to read through the headlines on occasion, but avoid it. That is avoidance. Avoid the things you can that stress you out. The next A is alter. Learn to express your feelings instead of bottling them up. If something or someone has said something that is bothering you, talk to them. Communicate your feelings, concerns, but try to be respectful. If you don't, Talk to them and express your feelings. You will build resentment, which will just add more stress to that bucket. And nothing's going to change. So talk and speak up. When we do things with others, we have to be willing to compromise. We cannot assume that everybody is wrong and going to change their behaviors. Sometimes we have to meet in the middle. Sometimes it's part of our behavior that's affecting their behavior. So if we're both willing to bend a little and meet in that middle, you will find a nice middle ground. This comes really strongly in family relationships. You've got to be willing to do some sort of compromise, especially if what you're doing is affecting them, but you're the one telling them that they're always wrong. Sometimes it works both sides and you'll feel better in the long run. So another way to alter the situation is being more assertive. Take action in your own life. Don't let life happen to you. You happen to life. And deal with your problems head on. Stop avoiding them. I know one of it was avoiding excess stress, but if it's a true problem, you're going to want to hit it head on. You're going to want to anticipate it and maybe prevent the problem rather than hiding from the problem. Another way we alter the situation is learning how to be better at time management. Poor time management causes so much stress. I know, I am really bad sometimes at managing my time or or underestimating the amount of time something would take. So if you're stretched too thin and you're running behind, 
try to stay focused and manage your time in little bits a little bit better. So we don't want to overextend ourselves and cause that stress. So we, we got to balance our time. And that's where saying no comes in handy as well. Don't take on additional things if you're already struggling to get done what you have on your plate already. So after we learn to alter certain things, we're going to have to learn how to adapt. Yes, I did say adapt to the stressor will relieve stress. I know that sounds a little weird, but hear me out. We want to look at the problem and reframe it. We want to take that stressful situation and look at it from a more positive perspective or as a learning experience. What did you learn from it? Rather than getting all angry about your traffic jam, look at it as an opportunity to pause and regroup or listen to your favorite podcast or enjoy some alone time. You know, you're always complaining. You're never alone. Well, you usually are in the car. So think of adapting to the stressor, looking at the big picture. When we look at the big picture, we really need to ask, how important is this? Is it going to matter next month, next year? Is it worth getting upset over? Sometimes we're trying to be too perfect. Is that the problem? So look at it as a big picture and how it fits in our life, because usually it's just a small thing in a very big picture. And also adjust your standards. Set reasonable standards for yourself and others. Stop trying to be Martha Stewart at everything you do in life. We're human. Not everything's going to be perfect and it's going to be okay. Don't set yourself up for failure by demanding perfection. Yes, demand good quality, but perfection may be unattainable in that situation. So by looking at the big picture and adjusting your standards, you can see if you're pushing a little too hard. And then focus on the positive. When stress is getting you down, take a moment to reflect on all the good things in your life, your own positive qualities, the gifts, the things you're grateful for. This simple strategy changes your whole entire perspective. And then we need to learn how to accept things that we are incapable of changing. And by incapable, it's things that aren't under our control. We cannot control the uncontrollable. Behavior of other people is something we can't control. So why are you stressing about that when you have no control over it? Focus on things that you can control. You, your life, how you react to the other person. And look for the upside. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. We know that saying. But when we're facing major challenges, look at them as opportunities for growth. What are you going to learn? How are you going to be stronger from this situation? and then learn from any mistakes along the way. Be able to share your feelings, whether it's a trusted friend, a spouse, or whatever it is. Being able to talk about what is going on and what is chaotic in your life can be very therapeutic and help you get through that stress and poke more holes in the bucket. That's what we're trying to do. And bottom line, learn to forgive. We live in an imperfect world. There's nothing you're going to do about that. People aren't perfect. People are going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. Stop with the resentment or the self-hate and forgive and forget and move forward. We want to let go of that negativity as it happens. It happened, learn from it, and move forward. You need to not only forgive others, but forgive yourself for any mistakes you might have made. It's the only way you're going to truly learn from them. And the last day to poke more holes in that bucket to relieve that stress bucket is adopting a healthy lifestyle. 
exercise regularly, eat healthy, avoid alcohol, cigarettes, and drugs. Well, that should be a no-brainer. Get enough sleep. Set aside some time to relax. Things like sit alone in a quiet, have a cup of coffee in the morning. Set some time at night where it's just quiet. Meditate. Pray. Write in a journal. Something where it's just relaxing and quiet. That way you can recharge those batteries and get rid of some of those stresses. Also, learn to connect with others that you like, that don't stress you, that can be your support system and help you through this. And then take time and do something you enjoy every day, every single day. Whether that's going for a walk, playing with the dogs, whatever it is, find a little bit of time every day to do something you enjoy. And then also make time for some longer leisure activities on the weekend or throughout the month. These tips alone will help you get through not only this holiday season, but the year to come. Relieving stress and lowering that bucket so it's not overflowing is your key. So when you think of that bucket, keep it at like midway at most. Keep poking those holes so it drains out the bottom and you feel better. On that note, friends, I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening in today. I hope you got some nuggets to take on your health journey. Remember, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. No medical advice is being given. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the full disclaimer, which is linked in the show notes. If you found this podcast helpful, could you take 30 seconds and leave a review? Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps others discover my show. Once again, thank you for being part of my community. Until next time, have a blessed day.